Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends. Post this on social media and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to our Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most. And spread the message of Evangelism on Fire forward. Many people are looking for hope these days, especially young people. They want to be part of something bigger. And here at Evangelism on Fire Ministry, we have big plans to reach them in 2023. Here's where you will not find hope. You won't find hope in the culture. You won't find hope in technology. You won't find hope, even in many ways, in politics. Now, all of these things have their place, but true hope can only be found in God. The message that we want to share is that God wants to give hope to the young generation and all generations, that there is hope for them through a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And we want to offer this hope to as many people as possible in 2023 through our outreach ministries, which of course includes our EOF podcast ministry. I'm asking you to join us at EOF ministry and become a partner. A partner is just a friend that makes a regular commitment to us each and every month. They stand by us that enables us to respond to the opportunities that are coming our way. In many ways, we live in a hopeless world, but through Christ, we have hope. Life without God is a hopeless end. Life with him is an endless hope. Join us right now and become a part of our team, and let's reach the world with the most important message that exists, the gospel message. Join us for the plans we have for ministry in 2023 by becoming an Evangelism on Fire ministry partner. Are you ready? Well, this is your next step. Go to today's show notes and click on the giving link to become a monthly partner by setting up a monthly donation or go to our website, evangelismonfire.com. Click on the donate button to give a monthly reoccurring donation or a one-time gift. Thank you for joining us to give hope to the world. Evangelism on Fire Nation. Welcome to today's episode, episode 141. The title of today's episode is Hinduism in Biblical Christianity. Our quote of the day comes from Edwin Hillary. He once said this, It is not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. Man, I have three scriptures for you today. The first scripture is Acts 4.12. And this is what it says, Salvation is found in no one else. 
And of course, that verse of scripture is talking about Jesus, our Savior, our Rescuer, our Redeemer. And then that verse goes on to say, For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Come on, somebody. Give me a boom on that, right? (laughs) That's such a powerful verse, man. That just sums it up. When we're talking about different world religions like we are in this series, that verse of scripture just sums it up. I've got two more verses of scripture that sum it up as well. The next one is John 14, 6. Jesus, this is Jesus' own words. This is what he says. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And here's the third scripture that I have for you. It's John 3, 16. This verse is probably, well, not probably, without a doubt, is the most most famous verse, the most well-known verse out of all the best-selling book of all time, God's Word, you know, the Bible. Out of all the verses, this is the most well-known and the most repeated. Again, it's John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Man, I'm here to tell you today on this pod show, episode 141, look, Jesus is the one and only way. Mount Everest at 29,029 feet. Climbing Mount Everest has been one of the most difficult and dangerous feats on earth. For most of us, climbing these heights is an unrealistic dream, only a brave few attempt. For those who've made it to the top, they agree with the words of Edmund Hillary, which I just opened up today's pod show sharing with you. And here's the words again of Edmund Hillary. It is not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. What is true with climbing is true with life in leading. The higher you climb, man, the harder it gets. Acclimating to these higher elevations forces us to grow. And you guys, you know this, but I want to share it again with you today on today's pod show. My goal at Evangelism on Fire podcast is to help you climb your own evangelism leadership, Mount Everest, when it comes to personal one-on-one evangelism. The essence of 100X evangelism is to help you become 100% spiritually healthy while you learn how to evangelize the gospel and multiply what you know about sharing the gospel with others. My goal is to have you to aim higher in your view of yourself and those that you lead. As a 100X leader, your job is to create an environment for those you lead to go far beyond anything they thought possible. When this happens, you become a Christian worth following. I'm your evangelism coach, and on this journey of intentional living out the mission of doing your part of evangelism, in turn, I want you to learn how to become an evangelism coach to others. Truth bomb right here for your ears. The climb is always hard. 
The journey is always long. One moment you're on the top of the world, then the headwinds hit you. Every person who evangelizes has missed a step or fallen down. It's part of the game, baby. And that's just climbing on your own. It's even harder to lead others up a mountain with you, but it can be done. Truth bomb number two for you. Today, I am calling you, yes, you, up to higher levels to become the Christian leader you've always wanted to be. Truth bomb number three, here you go. Yes, this will cost you. But remember, if you want to go high, you must first go spiritually deep by being the change that you want to see in the world by sharing the gospel message to those who are far from God. Listen, it's time that every Christ follower, I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me, it's time to live to tell what Jesus died and resurrected to say. And today I want you to know this, one of the greatest ways we can be effective at sharing the gospel is knowing about different world religions. That's why we're in the series now. And so far in the series, I've covered the Buddhism world religion and the Islam world religion. Today, we're going to go on this journey and we're going to compare the world religion of Hinduism and we're going to take a look at biblical Christianity. We're going to compare the two and see where the differences lie. And through those differences, we're going to see what the complete ultimate truth is. And before we uh, start this comparison in today's pod show, I've had some people make a comment to me that it's not a good thing for Christ followers to compare world religions. Well, let me tell you something. I totally 100% disagree with that. Some of the reasons why some people think it's not good to compare other religions with Christianity is they feel that it will cause us disbelief in the beliefs that we believe in biblical Christianity. And let me just tell you the truth. If you study different world religions and it causes you any unbelief in biblical Christianity, if you're claiming to be a Christian, a Christ follower, if you study and research other world religions and it causes you to doubt your faith in your walk with Jesus and Christianity, well, hey, don't you know that your faith was never deeply rooted to begin with? So you need to examine yourself and you need to see what you truly believe as a Christ follower, as a Christian. So through this series of looking at different world religions, man, my hope, my desire, and my belief is it's going to anchor you and it's going to root you in me and all believers of Christ even deeper in our faith, man. When you know who the true God is, when you know who the true Savior, Rescuer, Redeemer, Jesus is who I'm talking about, don't you know? When you know He's the one and only true living God, nothing, let me say that again, nothing can shake your faith in your belief in who your God is. Come on, let's go on this ride. We're going to compare Hinduism 
with biblical Christianity. Let's go. All right. With the Hinduism world religion, the key person or founder, the date and the location is, listen to this, Hinduism has no one. No one is the founder of Hinduism. There are many sects. Hinduism began in 1800s to 1000 BC in India. With biblical Christianity, the key person or founder, the date and the location, well, here's the deal with that. Jesus Christ is the founder. He's the key person. Biblical Christianity was founded about AD 30 to 33 in the Judean province of Palestine, known as Israel today, under the Roman Empire. Followers of Jesus Christ became known as Christians. The key writings with Hinduism is, well, they have many writings, including the Vedas, which is the oldest writing that was written about 1000 BC. The Upanishads and the Bhagavad Gita. The key writings for biblical Christianity is the best-selling book of all time, as I like to uh, refer to the Bible as. Why? Well, because God's Word, the Bible, is the best-selling book of all time, always has been, and always will be. So the Bible was written originally in Hebrew and Aramaic, the Old Testament, and the Greek in the New Testament. So with the world religion, what does Hinduism believe about God? They believe that God is the absolute, a universal spirit. They believe that everyone is a part of God, Brahman, like drops in the sea, but most people are not aware of it. People worship manifestations of Brahman, gods and goddesses. In biblical Christianity, this is what we believe about who is God. The one God is triune, one God in three persons persons, not three gods. There is Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Often the title God designates the first person, God the Father, and we believe that God is a spiritual being without a physical body. He is personal and involved with people. We believe that he created the universe out of nothing. We believe that he is eternal, changeless, and holy, loving, and perfect. Who is Jesus? In the world religion of Hinduism, this is what they believe. They believe that Jesus Christ is a teacher, a guru, or an avatar, an incarnation of Vishnu. He is a son of God as are others. His death does not atone for sins and he did not rise from the dead. In biblical Christianity, who do we believe is Jesus? Jesus is God, the second person of the Trinity. As God the Son, He has always existed and was never created. He is fully God and fully man. The two natures joined, not mixed. As the second person of the Trinity, He is co-equal with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. In becoming man, He was begotten through the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. In biblical Christianity, we believe that Jesus is the only way to the Father, that Jesus is the only way to salvation, and Jesus is the only way to eternal life. He died on a cross according to God's plan, a full sacrifice and payment for our sins. We believe that he rose from the dead on the third day, spiritually and physically immortal. We believe for the next 40 days, he was seen by more than 500 eyewitnesses. His
his wounds were touched and he ate meals. We believe that he physically ascended to heaven and we believe that Jesus will come again visibly and physically at the end of the world to establish God's kingdom and judge the world. In the Hinduism religion, who do they believe is the Holy Spirit? This is their belief. They believe that the Holy Spirit is not part of this belief whatsoever. Who do we believe is the Holy Spirit in biblical Christianity? We believe that the Holy Spirit is God, the third person of the Trinity. We believe the Holy Spirit is a person, not a force or energy field. We believe that the Holy Spirit comforts, that he grieves, reproves, convicts, guides, teaches, and fills Christians. He is not the Father, nor is he the Son, Jesus Christ. With the Hinduism religion, what do they believe about how to be saved? This is their belief of salvation. They believe in the release from the cycles of reincarnation achieved through yoga and meditation. And they believe it could take many lifetimes. They believe that final salvation is absorption or union with Brahman. In biblical Christianity, what do we believe about how to be saved? What do we believe about salvation? We believe that salvation is by God's grace, not by an individual's good works. We believe that salvation must be received by faith. We believe that people must believe in their hearts that Jesus died for their sins and that he physically rose again, which is the assurance of forgiveness and resurrection of the body. We believe that this is God's loving plan to forgive sinful people. In Hinduism, what do they believe happens after death? Well, this is what they believe. They believe in reincarnation into a better status known as good karma if a person has behaved well. If one has been bad, he can be reborn and pay for past sins known as bad karma by suffering. What do we believe happens after death in biblical Christianity? We believe that all believers go to be with Jesus. We believe that after death, all people await the final judgment. Both saved and lost people will be resurrected. Those who are saved will live with Jesus in heaven. Those who are lost will suffer with torment and eternal separation from God in a place known as hell. We believe in Jesus' bodily resurrection and that that will guarantee believers that they too will be resurrected and receive new immortal bodies. And as we end today's pod show talking about Hinduism and biblical Christianity, here's some other facts, beliefs, or practices with the Hinduism world religion. Here's some other beliefs. They believe that some disciples wear orange robes and have shaved heads. Many Hindus worship stone and wooden idols in temples. Some gurus demand complete obedience. Disciples meditate on a word, phrase, or picture. Yoga involves meditation, chanting, postures, breathing exercises, and they're believers in foundation of new age and transcendental meditation. And as we close today's pod show, what do we believe in biblical Christianity about other facts, beliefs, or practices? We believe that group worship 
is a necessary part of worshiping God and group worship is usually done in churches and it can be done anywhere where two or three or more are gathered in the name of Jesus. We do not believe in any secret rites. We celebrate the sacraments of baptism, water baptism, and the Lord's Supper, otherwise known as communion. We love to engage in active voluntary missional efforts. We love to aid those in need, such as the poor, widows, orphans, and the downtrodden. And we believe as Christians that Jesus is the Jewish Messiah promised to Israel in the Old Testament, the Tanakh. And we believe that Jesus said his followers will be known by their love that they have for one another. All right, Evangelism on Fire Nation, we're going to close out today's pod episode with a challenge time, right? We need to be challenged to go to the next step in our maturity and faith. So here's today's challenge time. We're going to look at a truth bomb. Why should Christians bother studying other religions? Well, here's the deal. The dilemma of whether Christ followers should study other religions is a question as old as the early days of the church, right? and has come up again and again over the centuries. I get asked this question all the time. Here's the deal. Why we as Christ followers should study other religions. The gospel is, after all, the only way to salvation. Let me say that again one more time. That the gospel is the boom. It's the only way to salvation. And look, this is something I want to challenge you with right now. I want you to do a study, a scripture study on your own, all right? I want you to be rooted and grounded in the fact that the gospel is the only way to salvation. I want you to look at John 14, 6. I mentioned that earlier in the pod episode. Take a look at Acts 4, 12. I mentioned that verse in the opening of today's pod episode as well. Take a look at that for yourself in God's word and check out John 5, 11 through 12. And you know what? God's word is truth. You could see that in John 17, 17. Take a look at that for yourself. So here's the question again. During our challenge time of today's pod show, why should a follower of Christ study anything that is not truth? I know you're thinking that, right? You're thinking that now, and you've been thinking that throughout this series. That's a great question. So you may be thinking to yourself that false religion is actually demonic, and you can look at 1 Corinthians 10 21 to find that truth out. And you may be thinking, why would we approach the demonic at our pearl? You may be asking the question, should Christians? seek to understand the religious convictions of non-Christians? And should that knowledge influence how we share the gospel? The answer is yes and no. So check out this truth bomb. It is yes in the sense that we want the gospel to be understood since good communication requires that we understand what the other person hears when we say what we say, when we share the gospel, when we engage in the mission of the Great Commission, or in other words, when we share the boom. It also helps to be prepared to respond to the objections or disagreements the other person is likely to have from a different world religion or a different faith belief. The answer is no, however, if we mean that we change the message to make it somehow more palatable to the other person. 
The point is not to make the gospel easy or tame or comfortable. The point is to make the gospel clearly understood. Evangelism on Fire Nation, join me next week as I drop a new episode in your ears. God bless you and have the best week of your life. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time and thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation so share a review on apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most and if no one has told you lately god loves you i love you you matter and you have divine purpose now it's time to go out there and share the boom the gospel message with others make sure to join me for our next episode